Welcome to I Love This Thing So Frigging Much, a podcast about passion. My name is Sophie Katz, and today I am joined by Sam F. Arts, an artist and business owner. Welcome to the show, Sam. Hello. Hello. So here is how this works. Sam will have three minutes to talk about something that he loves. This can be a person, place, thing, concept, activity, anything he wants. Our only requirement is that he loves it wholeheartedly and wants to tell us why. Are you ready, Sam? More, more than ready. I'm born ready. Born ready, great. (laughs) Got my timer here. Now, what do you love so frigging much? I love art. So, uh, let me just start with a little preface. My parents told me that I could be anything in the world except for an artist. (laughs) Of course, my main goal was to be an artist. Um, I, I mostly became an artist because it was something I was always prided on. You know, my siblings were really good at sports. I was never good at sports. So, of course, the one thing that I was very much prided on was my artist ability. And my grandpa would always tell me that, you know, when people get out sheets of paper and they scribble all over them as kids, it kind of just turns out to gibberish. But I was always the one to get a picture. So I worked really hard on it. I did four years of intensive art in high school. Um, I always struggled with criticism, but I just kept working at it. And finally, my work paid off in a scholastic competition where I got my work in the art museum. And that was an incredible feat for me. Uh, Finally, college came around and my parents put me into a math-oriented design major. And, you know, I did not enjoy that very much, so... I made it my goal to focus on what I really enjoyed doing. My parents didn't take it well at first, but you know, a couple mental breakdowns later, they finally realized that this is, was really the best thing for me. And I worked as hard as I possibly could to achieve um, my goals of being an artist. Uh, along with my school responsibilities, I dedicated two hours every single day to doing my artwork. And that's when I decided to make an Instagram to document my process. Now, it wasn't about it wasn't until about mm, six months later that people started taking an actual interest in my work. This was such a personal victory for me that I decided to make my Instagram account like an actual business of selling posters. So to this day, I continue to paint for two hours a day and I continue to challenge myself and push my boundaries. Um, and as the interest in my art has climbed, Um, I've made deals with apartment buildings like the Marshall Apartments in Minneapolis and print shops like Alpha Print to display and print my work. So it still, of course, is a work in progress, Um, but I really love making art so much. And I think that if I keep going in this direction, I can make my dreams possible. I... Really what I've been focusing on nowadays is painting musical artists. I haven't had much of an interest in musical artists growing up, but kind of my age group is really focused on like music and that's kind of what brings us all together. So I kind of figured that maybe I will also gain my own interest in music by painting musical artists. And I've just, I have found out that it really engages my community and it makes me feel so... Was that the timer? Yeah, go ahead and finish your thought. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me so happy that I can communicate with my peers in a way that um, makes them happy and makes me happy. 
That's awesome. Thank you for telling us about art today, Sam. Yeah, of course. Can you tell us a little more about those paintings of musical artists that you mentioned at the end? Uh, how did you get started in that? Yeah, so I when I first started doing art, I really, really wanted to work for Disney or Pixar, so I made like these really interesting like animated characters on paper, and people would give me weird suggestions. And finally, someone suggested that I draw Tyler, the creator. And I, you know, I drew him on paper and that was the first submission that somebody actually contacted me and they're like, I want to buy this piece. And and I was like, well, I can maybe turn this into a business. So I just started drawing musical artists from there on. How did it feel when someone said, hey, I want to buy this thing you drew? (laughs) Oh, it was such a personal victory for me. That was the first time where this this unreachable dream that I would only thought about in fantasies actually became reality even for a moment. That little shimmer of hope has given me so much, so much like hope for the future. That's fantastic. What other musical artists have you painted? Are any, were any that stand out as your favorites? Were any uh, challenge to draw or paint? Hmm, that's a good question. I think my favorite overall is an artist called Smino. He's not too well known, but he's the first artist where I started to use um, oil paints rather than just like colored pencils and markers. And that really just kind of took my art to another level and it made it look a lot more professional. And I kind of, I hold that one pretty dear to my heart. But one that I would say was the biggest challenge was probably painting David Bowie because there are just so many different aspects to his life. And of course, like, like I wanted to do like David Bowie, but I also wanted to include his other personality into the work with the lightning bolts and such. And so I just kind of went crazy with that piece. I restarted it three times, but I finally got it to a point where I really wanted it and it ended up being a success. So I'm very proud of that one. You said something that was really interesting to me, that you were trying to get at not only who David Bowie was, but who his character was. And you also talked about drawing other wacky sort of cartoon characters as well. How much does thinking about who or what you're drawing and the personality of this character you're drawing, how much does that factor into your art process? That's actually, that's a really good question because, so I actually use a lot of my um, skills as a designer into my artistic process. So a lot of the times I'll start with just like a blank document and I'll write down like, oh, he participated or he or she participated in this. Like this was, this is a really cool album color. Here are the colors that correlate with that album cover. Here are like the important aspects of like what he or she talked about in the song. And then I'll kind of use all of that. I'll go to Photoshop. I'll kind of play around with the different aspects that are going around like within the realms that I find really interesting. And that gives me a really strong direction on what to, what to focus on on my painting. You mentioned a moment ago the frustration of the art not coming out exactly as good as you know it could have been or as you imagined it being because the tool was not quite right or maybe for any other reason. How do you handle that frustration? 
well, I handle it in a different, uh, a bunch of different ways. It kind of depends on the mistake I make. There are some times where I'll sit down and I'll spend two hours on a piece and I'll look down on it and absolutely just <laughs> hate what I've just created. And, you know, you got to take a step back at that moment and kind of just like relax a little bit. Just know that <clears throat> like everything's going to be okay. Like the beginnings of your piece do not always reflect how it's going to come out in the end. A lot of times the pieces look super like not proportional and kind of ugly and the colors aren't quite correct in the beginning. But then if you follow through to the end, you can kind of find out that, wow, like I'm so glad I didn't give up in the beginning. Not saying that I haven't given up in the beginning. That would be a complete lie. I've given up so many times in the beginning, but through my experience, I've learned that I shouldn't, if, if, I just started the piece and I'm not liking the direction. I need to give it a second or a third chance before I give up on it. Because there are some pieces that have made some really fantastic turnarounds and that have become my favorite pieces, even though they started out to be some of my, some of my least favorite in the beginning. It's like the art uh, had a mind of its own and surprised you in the end. Yes, exactly. Sam, thank you so much for telling us about something you love today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. It really was. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. If you would like to learn more about art or our guest, Sam, you can find his social media information in the episode description. And don't forget to use the hashtag LoveThisThingCast to tell us about the things you love. I Love This Thing So Frigging Much is a production of Through the Window Media. This episode was directed by Sophie A. Katz and edited by Melissa Block. You can find us at Through the Window on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Tumblr. That is T-H-R-O-U, the window, at all those social media sites. Be good to yourself, be kind to each other, and you'll hear from us again soon.